<laughs> we are doing good today. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Kate lives in North Carolina and I came to visit her on my travels uh, to DC. I'm taking a little vacation right now. Just excited to be with Kate and to really talk about uh, Herpa Derp and our experiences as well. It's been amazing. Kate actually has really helped me a lot with the podcast in terms of the behind the scenes and how we have really grown into this idea as well. We have. We really have because we had Maybe the yeah. idea to do this and now... And she's the only one that actually pulled it off, so... Hey, you're still <laughs> a big inspiration into this podcast, too, because we're standing for herpes, like what we have, and also just, you know, really taking in you know, what it is and to try to make light of it and such. It's such a big thing to do and I can't definitely do that on my own. So I'm very happy to have a friend like you to really help me with that. Thanks, Kate. Yeah, no, of course. Like, never forget those friends who are there for you. Absolutely. And, yeah, we're just kind of doing a video cast, having a conversation about our experiences and we are in North Carolina which thankfully where Kate is she was not affected by Hurricane Florence so which is awesome (laughs) I'm very thankful um, for that and the ones who I knew that were uh, affected by the hurricane I'm glad that everyone is safe and that hurricane season is over like thank god because hurricane season has definitely escalated into a much bigger level I was listening to NPR, and they were talking about how weather stations are, you know, weather monitoring systems are paying more attention to how they actually monitor storms, too. How uh, they need to recategorize everything about a storm just because it's become more severe over the years, which, uh, climate change, for those who don't, didn't really think about that, I should say. Right? (laughs) <laughs> fake news <laughs> where's the fake, fake news, news. <laughs> god I'm telling me lies about climate change now oh, oh, the humidity oh. the humidity <laughs> I meant the humility <laughs> well that too but the humidity <laughs> so much it's just oh god oh. definitely big thing that is affecting us and we can't you know, tread lightly on it. Not at all. Not at all. It's something that has to be talked about, like herpes has to be talked about, because not many people really talk about it. It's such a a stigmatized disease, virus, that many people... It's honestly a really hard time and a hard concept for people to get over, which... It's interesting to me because I actually had my OBGYN appointment uh, earlier, actually, <laughs> yesterday. And we talked about this, how it was just so, you know, when someone gets the news in the doctor's office. And I admit that I had this reaction, too, that I literally thought my sex life was over. I was just like, there's no way that I'm able to do anything in my life, like have a fulfilling love life with this stopping me. And she have brought up that it doesn't define you, it's something we have, yes, it's for life, but it doesn't affect you much more than it already has with the outbreak, which is, in a way, great how it can stay 
dormant, like, inside us and not really come out, and I'm, that I have type 1, that it only occurs once or another time in my life, but to really kind of, like, put that in perspective, it's just, um, just, it doesn't define you and who you are, and the fact that doesn't really affect too much of your health, even though I have taken to different, uh, dietary standards because I believe, um, having less inflammatory foods has really helped me, um, with that by doing the keto diet, which has been really great. Um, mm-hmm. been trying to avoid, uh, tomatoes, but... Oh, I love tomatoes. I know, I love tomatoes too, but for some reason it just kind of makes me feel different in some way. Um, but, no, it's just like an important subject to highlight, to really talk about it, break the stigma on this, because in a way it is a big deal and that is a part of our lives, but at the same time it does not really affect us too much down the road either, as I had talked about in uh, one of my recent podcasts as well, so. Yeah, so when I found out, it was a terrifying thing. Incredibly so. And I think I sat in my car and cried to my mother for a good ten minutes. Because I was like, I don't know how this happened. I don't know when it happened. And how long I've had it for. Because, like, the outbreak happened and I was just like, fuck. So, it was an interesting experience to learn, and, I mean, I don't wish it upon anyone, but it has definitely helped me grow as a person, and knowing myself and being more confident in myself, though there is a time that you go through and you get very down on yourself, and you get very emotional about it, because, as you said, like, you know... You don't think anyone's going to love you with that knowledge in mind. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think I got very lucky at the time, so... (laughs) Lucky Uh, in terms of... So, the guy that I was uh, sleeping with at the time, um, he wasn't necessarily happy about what I told him, but he didn't just up and decide that I wasn't worthy of his time or his affection or he he stuck with me and he's still actually sticking with me which I'm <laughs> extremely thankful for <laughs> so um it's it's definitely been a learning experience not only for myself but for my partner as well and especially having to be as in communication and in sync with each other because I don't, I want him to be safe, because, like, yeah, and he didn't test positive for it, so it was really Mm. lucky, and, yeah, it's, you just have to communicate well, and, yeah, just have to be open, honest, and explain, you know, what you know, and, you know, if more people knew more about the subject, I don't think they would necessarily be as timid or, I guess, joking about it either. Mm-hmm. Because... Completely agree. <laughs> those bar jokes. <sighs> Can I have a sip of your drink? 
sure. My herpes isn't contagious. No. I was like, oh, all right, sure. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's just, like, the jokes, like, and, well, the fact, first of all, like, you're so brave, like, for telling him and also for him being so receptive to it and to be uh, with you during this, too. That's so strong and that's so amazing to have that type of relationship that, yes, like, you have this, but also I'm going to be with you, like, because I like you for who you are, and that's what it ultimately comes down to. It's just herpes does not define who you are, and I can't stress that enough. And then uh, also talking about uh, jokes is uh, my rule of thumb is if you don't have it, you can't make a joke about it because (laughs) there's no way, and it's so just disrespectful in that sense just to not fully understand what people are going through. And we see this time and time again in the media and TV shows and just thinking that they can make fun of it when really they're not the ones just put in their place unless they have it. So, and of course, you never want to be the person at the bar that's like, yeah, well, mine is. <laughs> right, well, I mean, uh, like, like in my... Coming out to an entire group of people is very... It's very hard. Oh, so absolutely. Like, and there's sometimes in those situations where you have to tell a group of people or have to be very vocal about it, it is hard to do. But at the same time, you're doing the right thing to make the awareness happen because it is so common. And many people do not realize how common they are because they feel so alone in terms of how they feel. And to... Once you break away from the loneliness and really realize how common this is, it puts you in a whole new light, which is something that we have always wanted to uh, talk about and to really bring to light, too, because you are not alone. You're not alone. There's so many people who have it, so. You know, you know what I never understood? What? You know those movie scenes where... The female character is like, oh, I've got a cold sore coming on. I feel it. Like, that in itself is the herpes virus. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, I don't understand how it's become such, like, a thing where, like, it's, it's, it's a negative thing. You know? Oh, totally. And I feel like we're kind of, like, taught to... Of course, by nature, to always protect ourselves um, from something, but to kind of get to that level really does make me wonder, too, because it's just like, oh, cold sore's coming. Don't kiss me. Don't don't look at me. me. Yeah, never. Don't look anymore. Like, kind of thing. It's just kind of like, you know, if you have it, like, you're going to take care of it and, you know, really bring to what it needs to be. And to treat it and to treat yourself, like, treat your body as a temple. Like, especially, that is one saying that has really brought to light since I had my diagnosis, too. It's just how valuable and important how our body is and to not, yeah, just really bring it to light. I've told a family, but I told them, just like I tell listeners is to take their time and that to listen when you're ready like to really be fully accepting of what 
herpes is, what we have, and to understand this type of perspective and positive perspective because not many people are very open to it because they really want to stay in their own rut and who they are in themselves. But, again, to really just, yeah. But, long story short, um, my my parents or some of my family has not listened to this yet. Ah. And, again, when you do listen and when you do see this and take the time to listen, again, time and time again is to take your time and to be ready for it. It's a difficult subject to broach, especially if it's not something you want to admit to or... But let me tell you, it's uncomfortable if you don't admit to it. Oh, absolutely. Like, I only (laughs) told... so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I only told my mom a few months ago, uh, you know, I have to address anyone that I'm interested in that I have it. Uh, Well, when we become to that level, um, of course, it takes levels of trust, as I've talked about in a previous episode, uh, that it takes a lot out of you, but it takes also a lot on them, too, uh, to really build in the concept, because they have to understand the process. Yes, they don't have it, but they also go through the stigma, uh, psychology, the process of that as well, so. There's that constant fear that they're going to get it, and Mm -hmm. if they're not open or accepting to it, the possibility of it, then there could be a lot of issues. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. And to really, how to approach it, how to be open to telling it as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many different levels. I understand that, like, not everyone is going to get a guy that's, or a girl that's as accepting mm-hmm. as as my partner was. And, I mean, I had to tell him straight off. So it was kind of like, all right, went into the doctor, came out, gave him a call. He was in the middle of work, and it was just like, hey, this is the problem. <laughs> mm. And, like, yeah, I mean, the initial reaction is going to be a freak out, but, like, when you tell someone know the facts as well mm-hmm. because they will put someone else at ease so incredibly so mm-hmm. absolutely yeah knowing the facts knowing uh, where you stand as well is another important thing too knowing you know yes this is a lot for you to say but to also like make sure that they un- try to understand because mm-hmm. it is take it takes a lot to receive that information as much as it is to say that information. So to really put that in perspective is really important. It takes a lot. It does. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. And what is, you know, based off of telling your experiences, what uh, is your best advice to give with someone who has herpes be confident about it and don't let someone tear you down because of it like you are 
probably you're you're still the same person like that you were before you found out and you know no one should no one should bring you down for something that may not necessarily have been your fault mhm or you know it's it's weird no i admit it's weird but definitely like don't bring yourself down as Kate had said, like, don't bring them down, don't bring yourself down, because in a way you may, you know, herpes, you never know who you may have got it from, and to really put that in perspective as well is that not many people do know where the source came from, but to also just to really not blame yourself form it and just to not also blame a person that may have given it to you or the person who you're disclosing to so and even if you don't have it like just don't make comments that are unnecessary about it because you don't know who in the group has it and you know how their actual feelings are about it Mm mm-hmm Absolutely, yeah. Don't make the joke unless you have it. Plain and simple. And then just stick up for it. (laughs) Yeah, stick up for it, too. Be the voice of reason. Be, you know, I actually do have herpes, and I really take offense to that. Offense to that. So, I've done that before, so definitely, like, get them out of that. Like, break them out of that stigma phase you know, the stigma that you will feel, but also the stereotype that they see it as. We ain't got time for stereotypes on so many different levels. Dear God. Nope. Not at all. This has been a great chat. Yes. I'm really happy I finally got to do this with you. Right? Me too. I'm glad I was able to be in person in North Carolina and to just really take in this conversation and to really, you know... Be with a good friend of mine that also knows that, you know, we're both not alone in this. So, it means a lot to me. You've definitely been a rock through this experience for me, and I appreciate it beyond all belief. Because I believe you were one of three people who knew, like, that day. So, well, always happy to be here for you. And I'm always here for you. So... Well, pardon me as I tear off here. (laughs) Cheers.